praise the Lord. That's what we're going to do this afternoon. Get the glory. When you get that, you can't help but sing and shout and testify. Hallelujah. You've got something to talk about when you get filled with the glory of God. Hallelujah. Everybody praise God. Put your hands up and praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Bless God. Now let's rise and sing hymn number four on the sheet. What a wonderful change in my life has been wrought since Jesus came into my heart. I have light in my soul which so long I had sought since Jesus came into my heart. Hallelujah. That's all right.
the Lord. You know, the verse that really matters to you and me today is this one. I'm possessed of a hope that is steadfast and sure since Jesus came into my heart. And no dark clouds of doubt now my pathway obscure since Jesus came into my heart. This is a present day experience, something that we can enjoy right now. We can have that full assurance of faith in the knowledge that our sins are absolutely washed away. We're whiter than the snow and that every doubt is, is dispelled and everything that would hinder us is cast away. Every bondage is broken down. I'm possessed. Hallelujah. A lot of people possessed, you know. But it's wonderful to be possessed with this. I'm possessed with a hope that is steadfast and sure since Jesus came into my heart. Now let's all stand and sing it and sing it with all your heart. Praise God. Joy bells in my heart. 
Like Henry says, it's, a, it's like that Oxo cube, you know. You know, you've had a big square meal when you've had it. Praise the Lord. And it's just the same, you know, you've got to claim it as you go along. Praise the Lord. You don't always feel like praising the Lord, but praise the Lord and claim it. And, you know, the joy bells start to ring. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. It's lovely. Amen. Praise the Lord. <laughs> well, it's ever so good to see you. Praise the Lord, and it's lovely to see a crowd praising the Lord, isn't it? Amen. It's lovely to feel at home. Hallelujah. It's lovely what Jesus has done for us, isn't it? Amen. Oh, it's lovely. Praise the Lord. Talk about waters to swim in. Talk about green pastures. It's lovely, isn't it? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. Keep claiming some more this afternoon because it's lovely. Praise the Lord, get, you know, waking your tired spirits up and, you know, and praise the Lord. It's a bit of a tiring day today, you know, but 
you know, you've got to wake yourself up. Amen. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Bless the Lord. What do we do? Praise the Lord. Well, whatever's a pleased to see every one of you. And I want to tell you that we love you all. It's wonderful, you know, how this family is increasing. You don't belong to our church because we haven't got one. But thank God we all belong to Jesus, baptized by one spirit into one body. And it doesn't matter where you've come from, doesn't matter what church you belong to, we love you. And we're one with you and you're one with us this afternoon. For Jesus says the glory shall make us one. Hallelujah. Praise God this afternoon. It fills our souls to see every one of you. And particularly our coloured brethren. We give them a hearty welcome into this gathering. This is a place where you can enjoy liberty. place where you've no need to be miserable and long-faced about it. You can laugh and grow fat here. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. God bless you, folks. God bless every one of you. Hallelujah. I believe God's going to give you a mighty blessing this afternoon. We've gathered together in his name, and where two or three gathered together in his name, he says, there am I in the midst. Jesus is here. Jesus is here. Hallelujah. Praise God. And he's come to set the joy bells ringing in your heart. They may be ringing already, but they'll ring a lot more before the meeting's finished. And if they're not ringing, they will ring. Oh, it's wonderful to get these joy bells ringing. Hallelujah. I just want to read you a few verses of scripture from the prophet Isaiah, chapter 12. And in that day thou shalt say, O Lord, I will praise thee. And in that day, the 1st of August, 1960, in that day thou shalt say, O Lord, I will praise thee. Though thou wast angry with me, thine anger is turned away, and thou comfortest me. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. For the Lord Jehovah is my strength and my song. He also has become my salvation. If you've got God inside you this afternoon, you've got a song there. You've got a song there. God is your song this afternoon. Hallelujah. You know, these folks in the world, they have their pinups and they're singing about, about their pinup folk, but thank God, God is our song this afternoon. He is the joy of our hearts, and we rejoice in him, and we're enjoying Jesus this afternoon. Therefore, with joy, you can't keep this joy business out of it, you know. Some of you folks are here for the first time, and you might never have been in a meeting like this, but let me tell you, that the gospel is a gospel of joy. Jesus came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. And you can't divorce joy from life. Joy is an expression of abundant life that bubbles up within. And with joy, this afternoon, you're going to draw water from the wells of salvation. They're not something that you find out in the Far East, you know. The wells of salvation are all gathered together in this place. And we're going to draw a lot of this life-giving water, and we're going to draw it with joy, and we're going to enjoy it as we drink it. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. And in that day, what day? 
this day. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Ye shall say, Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Call upon his name, declare his doings among the people. You know, that's just what we're doing in this glory way. We're declaring his doings amongst the people. A lot of people don't know God's still on the throne. They don't know that Jesus is alive. They don't know that these wonderful things are happening today, but we're declaring them. And folks are beginning to sit up and take notice. Hallelujah. Oh, praise God, we're here to glorify our God and to declare his doings amongst the people. Make mention that his name is exalted. Hallelujah. Sing unto the Lord. We're going to sing unto the Lord. We're going to sing unto the Lord. You're not singing for my benefit, you know, nor anybody else's benefit. You're singing unto the Lord this afternoon. Hallelujah. Let it go. Let it go. You're singing unto the Lord. Glory be to God. For he hath done excellent things. This is known in all the earth, and he's going to be known a lot more as well. Now listen. Cry out and shout. Thou inhabitants of Zion. They're not them folks as live in Jerusalem, you know, over the sea there. The inhabitants of Zion are here this afternoon. You belong to a spiritual Zion. Glory to God. And the word says, cry out and shout, thou inhabitants of Zion. Have you ever had a good shout for Jesus? Have you ever had a good shout? Now let's hear how well you can shout, praise the Lord. Everyone. Glory. And again they said, Hallelujah, that's glorious, isn't it? Now you keep shouting this afternoon and you'll have a wonderful time. This is what God's telling you to do. This is prophetic word. Cry out and shout, thou inhabitants of Zion, for great is the Holy One in the midst of thee. They tell me, you know, that this isn't reverent. They tell me that you shouldn't do this sort of thing in the presence of God. When you come into God's presence, you should be very, very quiet. You shouldn't shout. But God's word says we should. He says he's in the midst of you and therefore shout. Glory. Amen. They begin to tell us that we don't stand on the word. We stand on it 100%. It's all here. Glory to God. Them folks are sitting church pews and as mute as church mice they're right off the word you know they're not according to the word it doesn't tell them to come into God's presence and be quiet it says when you come into God's presence shout with the voice of triumph and it also says clap your hands oh ye people hallelujah glory amen praise the Lord amen hallelujah Glory! Amen! Bless the Lord! Hallelujah! Bless Him! Hallelujah! Do you know that when Christians begin to come in line with God's Word, then things will begin to happen? Will you know? We're on a scriptural basis this afternoon. We're doing things according to the Scriptures. Cry out and shout, thou inhabitants of Zion! For great is the Holy One in the midst of thee. And you can look out because things are going to happen here this afternoon. You can't come into the presence of the Holy One of Israel who is so great and mighty and something don't happen. I tell you, you'll never be the same again. 
God is moving in the midst of his people. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. We ask you, our Heavenly Father, that you'll bless every brother and every sister in this place this afternoon. We pray that thou will so move upon their hearts that they'll never be the same again. You'll so transform them, and men and women shall take knowledge of them, that they've been with Jesus. We pray you'll set these joy bells ringing as they've never rung before. We pray, Lord, that they will be so beside themselves with joy that the men and women shall say that these men are drunk with new wine. Oh, God, bless thy people. Revive every one of them. We pray that the work you shall begin this afternoon shall go on unto all eternity. Oh, bless thy people. Bless them right now in North Fleet, Lord. Bless them in every corner of this, this earth as they proclaim the glory of God. Oh, sweep through this continent. Sweep through this world in the power of the Holy Ghost. Cause many to rejoice in thee with joy unspeakable and full of glory. Hallelujah. Blessed be thy name. Let thy spirit take control of every brother and every sister. Take control of it, Lord. Let your anointing be upon everything that's said and done. Upon the singing of thy praise, may it arise unto thee as a sweet-smelling savour. Loose everybody to praise thy name. Whatever else they do, Lord, loose them to praise thy name. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Meet every need, satisfy every longing heart. Thine shall be the greater glory. For they ask it in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Blessed be his name. Hallelujah. 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 Joys are flowing like a river since the Comforter has come. Hallelujah. Let's sing that first verse.
Olive to come and give you a drink out of her well. Praise God. Hallelujah. There's some wonderful wine flowing this afternoon, isn't there? Praise the Lord.
the Lord. Amen. <laughs> Bless the Lord. Well, you know, we were singing that chorus. You know, I thought to myself, well, Lord, I've been, I've been picking some bits for a long while, but I've just come to dine today, you know. And I said, I'm one of the multitude, and I want a good square meal. And, oh, the Lord wonderfully blessed my soul. It was glorious. I can't explain it, but, oh, the singing was marvelous. He just lifted me up, and I tried to wipe me, wipe me tears away, and I couldn't do it. It was so wonderful. Yeah, God is wonderful. You know, really, if we come to him in sincerity and just tell him, tell him what we want, he, oh, Oh, he abundantly blesses and gives us more than we can ask or think. It's wonderful. Oh, I do bless God for the reality of the salvation. You know, it is wonderful indeed. It is wonderful. We had, a, we had a lovely meeting yesterday, you know, and I, I got my kiddies and we're looking after them quite a lot. But, you know, the folks on the platform here, they were, they were sort of singing about joy and talking about peace. And, you know, I could literally, literally see and feel the, the, the actual things they were saying coming from different ones. You know, they were sealed up here. She would, she just give me a, a, a dose of joy and then Broye was, was loaded down with peace, you know, and tranquility. <laughs> it was marvellous. And there was somebody else, they were, they were just like a bundle of love, just thrown over, you know, into your lap. It was wonderful. You know, God is real. He is real. And he gives us reality when we're real with him. That's all it, it's all it boils down to. He gives us reality when we're real with him. You know, that's all it is. It's when we're real with God, he gives us reality. I know when I first got saved, I didn't want this at all. I didn't know it was like this anyway, and so I couldn't want it. God puts the desires within us, and he, he satisfies those, those desires, you know, by, the, by his eternal and everlasting spirit. And you know that... I, you know, I think God's wonderful, don't you? I think he's wonderful. That word hardly describes him. You know, he's wonderful and he's glorious and he's, he, he, he's almighty. You know, I, I, you know, it's marvelous what God's doing in these days. We don't, we don't see one half of it and I don't think God wants us to see it all. He wants us to go on resting in him and trusting him and, and go on because, it, well, you, you, he's just so wonderful. We can't comprehend him all at once, but I do know that what I've got, God's given to me is real and that it won't, it won't fizzle out. It'll go on and 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 on. We were singing about the joy bells. You know, what was it? Throughout the house, sing his praises throughout the ages. Hey, you know, you can sing them down here. Start singing about it down here and it's wonderful. You know, it just thrills your soul. You know, it's good to be here with all you folk today. It thrills our souls to see so many of you coming from all the distances and coming to rejoice with God, to rejoice in God with us. Because that's what we're going to do. We're going to rejoice in the God of our salvation. And he's really worthy of all our praise and all our adoration. Oh, how we love God, don't we, in the Spirit? How else can we love him but by the Holy Ghost? How else can we love him? How else can we know him? How else can we rejoice in God only through the Holy Ghost? How else? How else? How else? How else? How else can we know him? How else can we come in contact with him but through that mighty spirit of God? Oh, no, he is, a, he is abundantly made us able to a contact and rejoice and to feel and to know him. He's wonderful. Truly, God has, has enriched our spirits with his salvation. Therefore, we must rejoice in God. Therefore, we must rejoice in God because this spirit is a rejoicing spirit. It's, a, it's, a, it's an everlasting spirit. 
It's full of life and strength, and the might of God is within us in the spirit. It's wonderful, you know. God is everything to us as we as we reach out to Him and we and we abide in Him and we and we 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 realize that what He says He means and we we become it becomes part of us. We become part of Him. We are one in God. Oh, it's wonderful! It's wonderful what God can do. I ask God to, to keep renewing my mind that I might be cleansed from everything that's 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 my own thoughts. For the thoughts of men are all vain, you know. The thoughts of man is all vanity. Solomon says, "I went in and out and around the boat, and I considered everything that man was all vanity, and everything to do with this earth is all vain." But he found out that in God was all wisdom. Was in God. Was was everything and it, you know it is true and you do find that out in the spirit that in God that everything is, is placed in in Christ Jesus everything is at our disposal as we go on and possess it and you know God teaches you through the spirit it isn't just in uh, in uh, in long in long long you know expression I find that there was I think it was Henry was up here yesterday and he was talking about about um, the glory and about Adam and things like that and about the Shekinah glory and you know I find that as people speak in the spirit God presents a picture and he, he actually makes that thing live you know to your spirit he does he presents a picture with it somehow I can't explain but it's wonderful that you know you, you see these things that men do and we say well aren't they wonderful but oh what God can do through his spirit it's wonderful you know, some folks they, they leave nothing to, to, to God sort of to explain they try to touch it all up and put it over so nice, but, but God, God, God can do it in a flash, you know, and reveal it to you by His Spirit. I know, and I got saved. Oh, well, I've gone on for nearly 30 years, plugging along at religion and doing the best I could, and God showed me in, the, in a flash of time my hypocrisy, and He showed me just where I was and all about myself, and He told me just, just what a helpless person I was, and I thought, oh Lord, whatever, whatever do we ever bother to try and work our passage for? And you know that God showed me that in one second of time. He showed me just where I was, who I was, and what I was, and how big and how wonderful he was, and I never, never, never wanted to, to go on my own strength again. I know sometimes I've done it, I've tried it, I've tried all these dodges, you know, to try and work a blessing up, but, it, <laughs> but, I'm, but I do find that God's always, always there, and he's always there to teach us all things as we abide and we go on in God. Oh, may the Lord, may the Lord teach you the, the wisdom that is in Christ. Christ Jesus, may the Lord teach us all, because we all need it, you know. We all need to, to press on more in God. And God hasn't set anybody up yonder to talk down to people and sort of, uh, you know, talk over them and say, you put everybody in their place. God has, has given us this spirit that we might draw men unto God, that we might draw and that we might love men. Um, you know, the, the love that God's given us, that we might all be brought into one fold, that we all might know the one and only true way to know God, that is through the spirit may the lord bless you all i know he's blessing you well if you've had a taste of the joy bells and a taste of that feast you've had a blessing already and go on and then rejoice in god this afternoon and it's wonderful what god will do talk about miracles it's all miracles what god does it's all a miracle you know what god does there's no greater miracle than, than to be born again of the spirit no greater miracle than born again of the spirit you know it's wonderful it's wonderful you know it's you, you're you're in a you're in a different realm altogether. You're in a different realm to the natural. You know, the spirit is so different. That's why we have to bear with people who talk a different language. We we say yes and no, and you know, and 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 try and 
forget that they're, they're carnals and diamonds and just love them. That's all you can do, just love them. Because they don't talk along the spiritual lines and they don't understand. But I do thank God that he's given us understanding of the spirit and we, and we, we love men and women wherever they are or whatever they, whatever they think. We find that we love men and women and it's wonderful. May the Lord bless you. Praise God. Well, I believe that what men and women need today is a work upon their hearts. If you want to know how to get into this blessing, you let God work upon your heart. Some people, you know, are all the while looking for signs and wonders. But I tell you that if God works on your heart and changes your life and your nature, and it's not just one continual, one change, it's a continual changing. Let God work upon your heart. Realize this this afternoon that you're in a meeting where the Spirit of God is brooding over this meeting. The greatest miracles that have happened in our meetings have been without the agency, agency of any man, without anybody praying and laying hands upon people. The greatest miracles of, uh, the, that have happened have happened. The wonderful miracles of healing, wonderful miracles of salvation have happened as people have sat in their seat in these meetings. Brother and sister, the Spirit of God is moving in this gathering and God is working upon your heart. Open your heart to him. This is my son, give me thine heart. God is interested in your heart. He's more interested in your heart than anything else. And he says that he'll give you a new heart, a clean heart, a pure heart, a heart of love, heart that will feel and be moved with compassion towards your fellow man. This is what men and women need in the world today. This is what the world is crying out for. Men and women with hearts of flesh. Men and women who know how to love one another. Praise God. The greatest thing is love. Let us love one another. Now there's a sister in this meeting that has blessed my soul over a number of weeks. And that is our young sister from Allington. I wonder if she'll come up here. Praise God. God has worked upon her heart. Face is radiant with the blessing of God. She doesn't have an easy passage, but the joy of the Lord sustains her. Praise God. God bless you, sister. Well, praise God. It is a bit easier now, Bob. <laughs> to get here. Bless the Lord. It is, it's a lot easier oh, to get you. here. And uh, instead of praying for my husband's soul, I keep praising the Lord. Yeah. And I know it'll, he'll be saved. One day, but every time I come here, I always get a real good blessing. I've had one today. <laughs> I haven't had enough though. <laughs> I want a bit more. But uh, I, I will say how pleased I am that we had the meeting at Grantham. That was where I got saved. And uh, it was through my mother getting it up. There wasn't many there, but uh, it saved my soul. Hallelujah. Anyway, and I've been blessed enormously since. And uh, I do love people. It is, it is true what Bob said. You never are the same again. I've never been the same again. I don't get into tempers. <laughs> I used to do. I used to get into tempers, but not now. And, uh, well, I do stick up for myself. But, I mean, I don't hate anyone. I love everybody. Yeah, bless you. God bless you, dear. Well, you've only got to look at her face to see she's got something, haven't you? Praise God. It's wonderful to be radiant with the glory of God. Hallelujah. Let's all stand and sing, oh, glory be to God. He lifted me up. He lifted me up, I know. Hallelujah.
in your soul. It registers in your emotions. God gave them to you that you might know the blessing of God. Hallelujah. Some folks hold their emotions in prison. Let them loose and God will 
manifest himself through you. Hallelujah. Praise God. Glory be to God. You know, we haven't got no program worked out for this afternoon. We don't know what's going to happen next. That's a wonderful part of an Holy Ghost meeting. Praise the Lord. God's got this job in hand. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Me again, down in Egypt, but I have 
Well, you know, I said yesterday that we have no special speakers here in Newark. Everyone is a special speaker, because everyone is blessed of God. Everyone is moved by the Spirit that we ask to come up here. It's all special this way, every bit of it. Amen. Glory! Amen. Amen! Hallelujah! Hallelujah! But we're always glad to welcome everybody into this fellowship. And we're glad to have Brother Cecil with us once again. He's not a special speaker, he's one of the family. Hallelujah. He's one of the family. We don't like to chop people off and say that they're special this and special that. They sort of uh, hold them at arm's length. Thank God he's one of the family, he likes to be loved. He loves a bit of love, Cecil does. Hallelujah. Every man and every woman likes to be loved. We don't want nothing stiff and starchy and anything that puts barriers up between us. We're all free and one in Christ Jesus. Glory be to God. And we get closer together that way. We've got to get close together. Hallelujah. Knit together in the bonds of Calvary's love. Hallelujah. God bless you, Cecil. Praise the Lord. Bob made just one mistake. He said, I like a bit of love. I like plenty of love. I, th I thrive on love. And God intends that all of us shall thrive on love. Love divine. Because everything that God has got seems to be in that ocean of his love and of his power. When we live, dear friends, when we truly live, then we love. When we really love, then we live. We're not living at all until we're right in the center of God's love. We're missing the mark every time, I'm sure. As I look back over my life, I realize what I have missed. It's when we are right in the center of God's love and we understand it. And it is flowing into our heart and it is flowing out. And it seems that we have the capacity to put our arms around the whole wide world. That's when we begin to love. That's life. That is life more abundant, praise his name. We're alive to the moving of God. God has not brought us here. This is a great family in the sense that we're we're mixed up, you know. <laughs> We're a mixed family. There's, there are different kinds of people here. They, God is going to do different kinds of work through them. It's vital to your friends.
I've enjoyed the positive outflowing of God's Spirit. He has poured out this spirit of praise and worship. You know, dear friends, that God has brought many of us to this moment for a special purpose. And I, for one, don't want to miss it. And I've been thinking of that Old Testament story of that beautiful Queen Esther. You know, I believe that what Mordecai said to Esther is perfectly true. God is set upon deliverance and an enlargement. And I understand that that word enlargement is in the, it's in the um, margin here in my Bible. It means respiration. It means new life. And God is set upon it, dear friends. God is set upon deliverance, mighty deliverance. And, and, a, and a respiration, new life coming to this nation of ours. I don't know how you are affected by this. I somehow cannot imagine for one split second that God will sit down in heaven and see the British nation go down and do nothing about it. When he can harness it once again and pour out his mighty spirit upon these British isles. That once again God can use it as a mighty crusading force in all the world. Do you believe it? Yes. You know Mordecai was greatly taken up with this matter of, of deliverance for his people. And he thought he had someone at the top of things upon whom he could rely. And the queen sent him a message to him. What is all this about? What's all this confusion what do I hear? What's going on? Let me know. She was somewhat isolated, being near to the king. And they sent a message to her that on a day appointed, the whole Jewish nation was going to be wiped out. And of course, you know, Mordecai took it to heart. Such a thing cannot be. And he sent an urgent message to the queen. What are you doing about it, queen? What are you doing about it? You're near to the king. Surely you can do something. Now, I want to introduce a spirit of urgency this afternoon. Because, dear friends, these are tremendously important days. Some days, all I can do is to kneel down and, and, and grip God afresh and ask him not to, not to allow me to sleep away this wonderful day of opportunity or to be so taken up with this, that, and the other. And miss it all. Well, that's the danger, dear friends. And God has brought us here today, I believe, for a very definite reason. In the midst of all our praise and worship and, and, and devotions to God, that's all good. I wouldn't stop it for anything. But has God got your ear? Why, said the queen, go back and tell him that there is a law, you know, that you just can't go into the king's presence any old time. And there is a law that if anyone goes barging into his presence without being invited, unless the golden scepter is, is, is extended to him or to her, they're in danger of losing their lives. There is such a law. Go back and tell him that. And the news came back to, to Mordecai of the state of the queen's mind. You know, dear friends, queen though she was, she was hesitating. I don't know whether you're hesitating or not in this day of God's visitation. 
I don't know whether to use a common expression, whether you're sitting on a bench, you're not quite so sure what ought to be done, which way you should go, or what it's going to cost you if you do take a step. I know there's more than one here today that's counting the cost. I tell you, dear friends, I dare not, I dare not miss the day of God's visitation. I dare not let the things go on that are going on without being fully given up to God. And I, I want us in the midst of all our glory and praise and worship to have a sense of this, dear friends, right now at this moment. That there is a tremendous need. There is a burden in a sense upon the heart of God. And he will put that burden upon you. It will be the burden of the Lord. Don't be afraid about it. He won't send you in a nervous breakdown. Nor take your vitality from you at all. In fact he will increase your vitality. He will increase your love. He will increase your faith. You will begin to live in a double sense. When the Lord puts his burden upon you. For Jesus says my yoke is easy. And my burden is light. I love the burden of the Lord. I wouldn't be without it for anything. It's upon my heart. It's upon my mind. But it's what Jesus says. It's a light burden. It's God's burden. But you know God gives us a care. And a sense of proportion. And a, and a loving concern. Bless the Lord. What are you doing this afternoon dear friends? It, it, it seemed as if. That man was saying to the queen. Are you going to withhold your power at this vital moment? Are you going to withhold your, your peace? That means to say, aren't you going to speak? You're going to keep your peace at a vital moment like this? You're going to slip and hesitate and fail at this crisis? Why, he said, you've come to the kingdom for such a time as this. Yes, it's true, you know, dear friends. Why, God has had his hand upon you for a long time, Queen Esther. And it's for a purpose. And this is the time, this is the vital moment when you can go forward. And you've got power, you've got influence. Go ahead, do something. That's what he said to the queen. It was a challenge, dear friends, and it's a loving challenge to us this afternoon. Oh, it's wonderful to know that from this meeting, new rivers of love, love and grace and power can begin to flow out. You know what Mordecai I said, and it's, it's a tremendous message. Don't you think, this dear queen, that the, if you withhold your peace, that nothing's going to happen? Because God will send enlargement and deliverance from another place. That's what he said. It's still coming. God is set upon delivering his people. God is set upon a mighty outpouring of his spirit, the like of which we have never seen. Do you believe it? How much does it burn in your heart? How is it registering in your spirit? Are you hesitating about it? Deliverance is coming, dear friends, and mighty deliverance. Enlargement is coming, a pouring out of God's spirit, meeting the need of the people and you and I becoming vessels in it. And being filled to overflowing over and over again. New anointings of the Holy Spirit. Fresh endowments of power. 
each one transcending the one before, until it seems as if the, the original one that we, we spoke so much about seems to fade out altogether in the magnitude of God's continual visitation. Hallelujah. Oh, dear friends, it's a burning matter. It's burning in my heart. Burning in my heart. That the Prince of Peace, God himself, should be concerned in such a way. Why you begin to feel the heartbeats of Almighty God. You can, you can get so close to his heart, you seem to anticipate what he wants you to do. What he wants you to say. And he's got you by a word and by a look. And there's no hesitation. But praise God, you know, this queen, she received something anyhow. She sent another message back and said, all right, tell him, it's all right. I will go into the king's presence. I won't wait to be invited. I will take the vital step. I will go in and if I perish, I perish. It doesn't matter. Oh, that's a decision, dear friends. We have people speaking on Saturday night about having brass in your face. It needs a bit of understanding to put it over properly, and I haven't got time for that. But God can so empower us with newness of life and power. God can put something vital in us. We will not be turned aside by threats. Our feet won't be turned out of the way because if we take this step, we shall go down financially or something like that. Or God won't keep his word and we're going to have a poor time of it. Not at all. There are people in this place this afternoon, I can come down and put my hands upon them one by one and tell you that you're in, you're in the throes. You're in the throes of a vital experience. Why not take this step today and move out, trusting the Lord Jesus for all things? Move out. This is the day of God's visitation. God has been preparing you for years for this moment. It's precious. On top of my Bible, it says that queen, the queen excused herself because of that law that existed. If she, didn't, if she went without being invited, it could mean the ending of her life. And she hesitated. But you know, when she went into the king's presence, God worked upon that king. And the moment he saw her, he held out the golden scepter to her. Hallelujah. Oh, I tell you, dear friends, that the greatest thing in this life can happen to you. You can sense it and know it, that God himself is, 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 is holding out the golden scepter in your direction. Will you, will you come in? Will you go in? Will you take the challenge? Will you move right in? Hallelujah. Because this great harvest is going to be gathered in. God is set upon it. It doesn't come through you, it'll come through some other person from some other place. And you know what the, what the Mordecai has said to the, to the queen, you know, if, if it comes from some other place, you and your family will die. Don't you think you can get out of it? You and your family will die. But deliverance will come from another place. It's true, dear friends. If we hesitate in the vital day of God's visitation... It, it seems as if the anointing goes away from you. The, the, the force and the fervor of God's uh, uh, precious power resting upon you seems to die out, seems to go. I'd rather anything happen than that. Wouldn't you? 
Anything, dear friends, anything can happen rather than not. Because life has lost its meaning then, so far as I'm concerned. The throat's gone out. The wonderful sense of, of, of great expectations is removed from us at one stroke. Nay, we don't want that to happen. Now is the day of God's visitation. Now is the accepted time. Now is the day of salvation. Now is the day of new endeavor. Now is the day of new anointing. Now is the day of deliverance. Oh, God has brought you here. God will work a wonderful work in your life. If you will let him, as you're sitting in your seat, as your heart is lifted up to God, God's hand can rest upon you so gently, so lovingly. You will know in your spirit you're in the presence of the king. And God will give you a new commission. He will tell you what to do, where to go. Even the young ones can know this. Hallelujah. Oh, Heavenly Father, now at this very vital moment, I ask you by the Spirit of the living God to visit us all, that this meeting shall be rich indeed in new deposits of life, new deposits of power, new commissions, new spiritual authority coming to us, fresh endeavors, Lord, new new moves within us, new upsurgings of life, new enrichments of power, something that we've never experienced before can happen in this meeting right now. Fill every inch of this atmosphere, blessed Heavenly Father, that heaven shall be in this place. We shall, we shall sense no one but Jesus and his mighty power that the youngest of us will do business with the King right now at this moment. Hallelujah. Now let God move spontaneously in your life, dear friends. You don't want to beg and pray for you to do this, that, or the other. Let there be a spontaneous moving now of the Spirit. Amen.
bless the Lord. Praise the Lord. Well, yeah, Cecil talking about having some brass on your face. Well, uh, you know, around where I come from, that's an old saying, you know, if you're, if you're bold and that, you know, you're a brassy face, like, you know. Well, you know, it don't matter how much of this love and this glory you've got in your heart, you know. If you're not bold and brassy-faced, you know, and uh, bare-faced and hard-faced, well, it's no good to you. And you're no good to God, you know, if you don't bare-faced and hard-faced and, you know, and go and put it over. Praise the Lord. You've got to be, you've got to be bold. Praise the Lord. You know, the other day I saw a, there was a, a busload of Australians come up in the town here. And, uh, you know, there was all Christians, all a lot of them, touring around. And, uh, you know, nobody good dared go talk to them. And uh, I just felt, you know, like a, a little better adventure. I'll go and have a talk to them folks. And, you know, I did get a blessing out of it. Praise the Lord. It was lovely. Praise the Lord to feel a real bit of fellowship. It was lovely. Bless the Lord. <laughs> Daniel, dare to stand alone. Dare to... Bless the Praise the Lord, everybody. Amen. Bless God. Hallelujah. I tell you, this move's going on. I can be like Mordecai. I can tell you that this is going to go on. Praise God, the people of God aren't going to perish. We're going on in a mighty victory. Glory to God. 
The Spirit of God is moving in power. The church is being revived. Men and women are being set on fire. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. We're not going to be tied down with religion. We're going to be filled with the Spirit. We're going to let the Holy Ghost move through our hearts and lives. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. I tell you that there's great things happening today. Men and women here that have been changed and transformed. God is moving by His Spirit and setting the captives free. Hallelujah. I've got a brother here from Eastwood, the other side, Nottingham. God has blessed his soul. He used to be so straight up and straight down. He used to come round to our shop with his, with his uh, dark suit on. And, and uh, well, you know what it's like. I used to be the same and so did many more. But oh, bless God, he's been transformed. Come on, Ron. Praise God. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. Ron wants to sing, he lifted him. He lifted me. Praise the Lord. Can you play the tune? He lifted me.
Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Read a little book that's blessed my soul from Smith Wigglesworth called Ever Increasing Faith. This book I think I've read from cover to cover uh, many, many times. And uh, it's been on the shelf and I picked it up the other day again. And it astounded me the things that were in it. I think it's one of the best glory books that ever has been written or will be written. And uh, in it, uh, I saw how Smith Wigglesworth, he, he writes in his book that he was in one denomination that was on fire. And then uh, the Lord called him out of it because it lost its fire in another one and another one. And he said, now he was in Pentecost. But this was the thing that struck me because I thought we had everything, you see. We had the gifts of the Spirit and the fruits of the Spirit. And oh dear, with our spiritual denominational pride, I was sure that we had everything. And this is what he said, that God had got something better. You know, Smith Wigglesworth has gone to heaven now. And I looked at the uh, inside of the book when it was written, 1922. And there he said prophetical words that God had got something better for us. And he said one thing the Pentecostal movement needed more than at any other time, and that was love, a new baptism of love. 1922, prophetical words, and I thought, well, this must be it then. It didn't say there'd be something and then something after that, but this must be it, the last thing that I believe God is going to send. And Henry said one or two words that have struck my heart, and they are that we, we've not got a lot of time left to spread the blessing, the glory, and get people saved and delivered. We've not got a lot of time left before the avalanche of the great and terrible war and Christ comes again and so it's up to us to move isn't it and to move quick and to do something for Jesus praise the Lord amen, amen. well I don't want to take a lot of time up I'd like you to sing a little chorus that's been a great blessing to us and it is he set me free he set me free you run away if I do <laughs> I was bound but hallelujah now I'm free I shall never forget the day when the glory came my way, and he set me, set me free. And they, you know, we're bound by denominationalism, selfism, commercialism. Brother Bob says, I used to come in the shop with a, a black suit on. Well, I still got my black suit, and my big hat, my big Homburg hat. Commercialism and all the other isms, God can set us free, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Well, if you, are you sing a little chorus with us, if you're not free, you sing it till you get Is that the free? Is that the free? 
Game 